What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. You didn't care. You didn't care. And I would do anything for love. Yes, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Let's get started. But I won't do that. I'll get your fucking skirt off and chug that fucking beer, dude. Yeah. Let's get this fucking show on the road, bud. <laughs> Come on, guy. Yes, hello. Sean Gotti here. Coming to you from Raleigh, North Carolina. And there's not a single radio show around here that's worth a damn. So I'm listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Coming to you live, Monday through Friday. So sit back, get your trays in the upright position, feet and elbows out of the aisle, because here he comes, Eric Zane. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, my friends. From the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Each and every day of the work week, Monday through Friday, right here at about this same time, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then the other half of the year, Eastern Daylight Time. I think. I think that's correct. We're in Standard Time right now, right? I mean, I don't... I think. I don't know anything. But uh, welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast. So glad you are here. I've already screwed something up. I don't have an audio file rolling. Probably a good idea to have that rolling. You know, because I need the audio. I made an appearance this morning on the radio on the Anthony. Wait a minute. The show is called X's and Bros, which is a pretty great name for a show. If you're talking sports. You know, they talk about, hey, X's and O's. That's a reference to, like, uh, drawing up a play, a football play, I guess. But they call it X's and bros, which means, you know, it's guy talk, sports. Anthony Bellino is the name of the gentleman who does that show. He's also a a public address announcer for uh, various uh, entities in and around the great state of Michigan. He's part of this uh, Michigan Sports Network, which is operated by a gentleman by the name of Marty Boer. I call him Marty Boomer. Uh, That's the guy who put uh, uh, Bill, employed Bill Simonson from the Huge Show. So he's got like uh, X's and Bros in the morning and then Huge Show in the afternoon. Then he sells these shows to like various stations. Uh, gets uh, gets you know syndicated. It's a syndicated. It's a statewide web address. 
So Bellino reaches out to me and says, hey, the Detroit G League basketball team is coming to Grand Rapids. We want to talk to you. And I'm like, you do? About what? About the big game? The G League game? All right. But it turns out he didn't really talk about the game too much. He kind of just uh, interviewed me. I thought that was nice. It was, it was, a, it was a nice visit. I, I did that about 7.35 this morning. So up and at him, busy as a bee. I cracked a joke. Man, it was met with so much silence. These sports guys, they get wound up, you know, and they can't, they don't, I don't know what it was, but uh, uh, Anthony set me up perfectly. He goes, so uh, the rivalry between the Motor City Cruise, interstate rivalry, Grand Rapids Drive, Motor City Cruise, uh, there, there should be a rivalry there because the Motor City Cruise used to be the Grand Rapids Drive, you know. Is there some interstate rivalry? And I go, well, Anthony, there wasn't. But last night, the Motor City Cruise uh, poured gas in the visiting locker room and lit it on fire before they left. And and this is this is the response to that. And I'm like, I'm totally kidding. Oh, oh, wow. Well, we were going to say, huh? Okay. Nearly six years ago, the infamous shot clock incident happened at that same Deltaplex. For those of you who don't know, and there's very few of you who don't know, but if you're a new viewer or listener of this, I went ahead before that game to the Olive Garden, ate dinner with my brother Norman, who bored me with long-winded conversations about all of the women that he's sleeping with post-divorce. I then drove to the Deltaplex. Uh, as the game was getting started, we learned that the shot clocks were malfunctioning. One of two worked, but still, what's the problem? Well, now I can see one of the shot clocks counting down, but the other one is not. Joel Langloy from the Deltaplex, the owner of the facility, is trying to repair the shot clock. He is not successful. The ref comes up and he goes, you, and he points at me. I go, yeah. He goes, you got to count down. I go, what are you talking about? No, I'm not doing that. I got to announce the game. No, no, no. You got a new job. When the one shot clock that works hits 10, you got to go 10, nine, eight, seven. So now that's funny. And so the play is over to my right for half the time and I'm staring I'm the only guy in the in the joint looking at the one working shot clock and a lot of times the team will take a shot it'll bounce off the rim and then the shot clock will reset so then I have to start I'm just sitting there looking at it. it's all that my job was to stare at the fucking clock and if it gets down to 10 seconds start counting that shit off okay that's funny I tell it as such, the same way I just told it, minus the swear words, on the radio the following morning. And when telling the story, uh, I'm dogging Joel Langloy for uh, having shitty shot clocks. And in the course of describing it, I described him as having 
dungaree jeans. You're sitting there stumbling around with your dungaree jeans. And that was pretty much the extent of it. It was a bit. After I got suspended, I remember uh, uh, Steve saying, you got too much of a temper. I was like, well, hey, it was a fucking show. It was it was a bit. God damn it. What do you I mean, what do you pay me for? This is this is my job. Because fucking Joel calls my boss and says, I did not like that. Well, all right. On that Friday, I remember Russ comes in, square head Russ. And says, hey, I think we're going to have a problem. I heard you talking about Joel. I go, yeah, so? Why are you going to get mad about that? I go, again, so? So what? It's not like I said he's a rapist, for God's sake. I just fucking, I didn't say anything terrible. No, that was it, man. Now, Joel was not pissed. He was annoyed and then he said, I didn't want anybody fired. Come on. I was just saying, knock it off. And I said to uh, Russ, this is now no longer Joel's fault. It's Russ's fault. They fucking wanted me gone. Okay. They were tired of me. I was the dark cloud. They wanted me out of that shithole. So this was the big moment to save the cash. So they made me twist in the wind for a week. Nobody. It was horrible. That's it. You're fired. So fast forward. Last night, the game starts. We're three seconds into the game. Ref blows a whistle. Uh, What's up with the clock? The clock is wonky and the shot clocks are wonky. They're not talking to each other. They're supposed to talk to each other. They're not talking to each other. I'll reset it. Start it over again. Nothing. Again. Again, like four times we start the game and the refs go, all right, hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. They take everything apart in the, in the score box or whatever the hell it is. And you got various people come in. It's like too many cooks, too many cooks uh, sitting there, um, getting involved, taking it apart. And then I go, this is, this is gold. I'm going to drop this. I go, all right, folks, uh, we're repairing the shot clock. And then uh, there's like a murmur. And I said, last time this happened, I, lo- I lost a j- Last time this happened, fans, I lost a job. And then you see various, because a long time ago, six years, not everybody's aware of that, you know? But the ones that were, they're like, ah, <laughs> you asshole. And uh, so it was classic. And then Joel comes walking up, Joel Langloy, who uh, we have since, you know, cleared this up. No big deal. Which, by the way, truth be told, at the time that this happened in 2016, I said to Squarehead Russ, I go, well, let me call him. I'll take care of this. And he goes, no, he does not want to talk to you. That was a lie because I asked Joel. I said, hey, now that we're so far removed from this, this is after we kissed and made up. I go, did I, I wanted to call you? Would you, did you not want to talk to me? He goes, no, I didn't. No, they, they made me out to look like I was furious, but I wasn't. So that's just another perfect example of how much bullshit was involved in that fucking saga. You've heard us, Eric. Shut up, dicks. 
Anyway, uh, I see Joel. And then um, the dude, Jay, is like the guy at the scorer's table who's in charge of repairing this thing. And he's explaining to Joel what happened. And, you know, Joel comes down from the office when shit like this goes down because these are his ten- these are his tenants to drive. He wants to make sure that the shit's working or gets fixed. So Joel's standing there. And then Jay says, yeah, we can't get working. And Eric hasn't said anything. And I look at Joel and I go, no, man. And I like did the old zipper across the lips and he just cracks up. So we had so much uh, levity. Isn't that what you say? Levity? Is it levity or brevity? It's levity. Brevity is brief. We had levity nearly six years to the day since the big moment. All right. That's okay. That big moment ultimately led me to where we've been right now for the past three years, three plus years. So it all worked out. What the hell? Oh my God. But uh, yeah, I, I can honestly tell you that it was, uh, it was deja vu all over again, as they say. Uh, Kyler was there. Not six years ago, at least I don't think. But Kyler was at the basketball games with his uh, two sons who I did not realize the names of these kids. Maybe I shouldn't say them, but he's got really unique names for his kids. One's named after like a tree or something like that. Okay. Unbelievable. Glad you were there. The drive or the drive. The Motor City Crews beat the shit out of our Grand Rapids goal. Meatloaf has passed. I saw a lot of you talking on the pre-show where it says show is starting. You had already gotten into the conversation. The story is broke that uh, uh, Meatloaf is no longer with us. Boy, talk about a guy who, you know, not a long string of hits. You know, you have various pockets of success where he, he was enormously successful. But, um, yeah, it wasn't a consistent amount of um, uh, hits coming out of him. But he sold more than 100 million albums around the world. I always loved his music, the, the ones, the songs that you and, okay, two out of three ain't bad, Paradise by the dash, uh, Dashboard Lights, and... Uh, I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. And then, um, was there another one that I remember? I don't think so. What's the track list on Bad Out of Hell? That was the big one. Let's see here. All revved up. Yeah, all revved up with, uh, with no place to go. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, that's it. A lot of like, uh, oh, and, and you took the words right out of my mouth. That album had a ton of hits on it. It was a massive, massive success. Uh, you're looking at out of six songs, <coughs> excuse me, four played quite a bit on the radio. And the fact that when that came out in 1977, Paradise by the Dashboard, uh, by the Dashboard Lights, eight and a half minute songs, there weren't a lot of songs that were longer than three and a half, four minutes. Uh, you had a few outliers, Freebird, uh, uh, Stairway to Heaven, things like that, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, you know, 
uh, uh, an excellent song. And uh, this this guy could sing, holy shit, and a terrific performer. Uh, also a, a great actor. This guy, he could do it all. Eat, act, and sing. Triple threat. He was 74. Our hearts are broken to announce that the incomparable Meatloaf passed away tonight with his wife Deborah by his side. Uh, post published on the Star's official Facebook page early Friday. Cause of death still unclear. Real name Marvin Lee Aday. No, I that's I had no idea that was his real name. Uh, six decade career, music and film industries. Um, he played Eddie in Rocky Horror Picture Show, which to this day I have never seen. And whenever I see people dressing up like it, I I walk away from them because they look fucking ghoulish. And I don't like it. It makes me uneasy. Uh, he, saw, he sang the show-stopping hot patootie, Bless My Soul. Surrounded by loved ones, including his daughters, Pearl and Amanda, Grammy Award winner. Born in Dallas, Texas. Appeared in more than 65 films. Didn't he play a character in Fight Club that they titled... His his character's name was Bitch Tits? Amanda says, what? She says, I lost my virginity to Bat Out of Hell too. Thanks for making us all puke. Too much information. We don't want to hear about your busted hymen. Only on the Eric Zane Show podcast can a lady bark out, Hey, I got my hymen ruptured to bat out of hell too. What the fuck is wrong with you? What kind of animal would announce to the world, Hey, Guess what song I got my uh, hymen busted to? Now, Dean, wow, you guys are, are way more ruthless than I am. I was just saying too much information. You guys don't need to take the type of shot like Dean took with while someone actually had sex with her. You can't, that's not fair. I know lots of people that would like to have sex with Amanda. Shut up, Dean. You fucking asshole. Dean, let me crack the jokes. All you're going to do is get yourself in trouble and possibly killed. Um, let's see. Where was I? Uh, Amanda says, no, that's a, that's an awesome fact. No, it's not an awesome fact that you got your hymen ruptured to bat out of hell too. Concerning Rocky Horror Picture Show, Kate in New Jersey says, what? It's such a fun movie. I've never seen it. I, I never have taken the time. 
quote, Bob's got bitch tits concerning our pal Meatloaf in uh, Fight Club. I think Amanda has stolen the show with her description about getting her hymen ruptured to bat out of hell too. Uh, Nick says, I want to put my brain in a blender after reading that. Okay, so ladies, uh, go ahead and tell me uh, these uh, specific the specific things going on. When your hymen was ruptured. Well, we'll do it. Eric Zane Show podcast, uh, ruptured hymen talk. It sounds so much worse when you say ruptured hymen. You know? Some of you ladies ruptured your hymen before you had sex. Maybe you rode a horse or something like that. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, that hurts. All right. This is all too much. This is all too much information, and I blame Amanda. This is all your fault. Let me get back to talking about meatloaf. Yeah, we can add this to the NBC News article. Uh, uh, Amanda, uh, sweet lady in uh, West Michigan, had her hymen ruptured to bat out of hell too. Rest in peace, meatloaf. Uh, written and composed by his frequent collaborator, Jim Steinman. He also died last year at 73. Uh, the 1977 debut album, Bat Out of Hell, one of the biggest selling albums in U.S. history. It's singles, Two Out of Three Ain't Bad, and Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, Dashboard Light, were both certified platinum in 2018. The origins of the name Meatloaf. Something of a mystery uh, with its, well, I don't know. I would say, I'm just going to guess. Well, his real name, isn't it Marvin Lee? Marvin, middle name Lee, last name a day. So Marvin Lee. And uh, he was quite large. You don't look like a Marvin. It's probably a teacher who said that in gym class when he was a kid. You don't look like a Marvin Lee. You look like a meatloaf, you fat ass. Ah, ha, ha, ha. With its alleged beginnings ranging from a favorite recipe of his mother's who passed away when he was still a teenager to his weight. I think that that's saying something. If you can be a fat ass and be a rock star. Because, I mean, you got right out of the gate. You got the deck stacked against you. But if your talent, and he had tons of it, and ability, can win over the crowd despite being morbidly obese, that is rare, okay? Uh, The Fat Hall of Fame has several members in it, and we can probably think off the top of our head, people who have... uh, Gone on to have stellar careers in entertainment uh, despite being huge. Uh, we can put on the Mount Rushmore of entertainment slash fat meatloaf, rest in peace. Though I think there was a period of time when he lost a bunch of weight. And I don't know what he died from, so he may have died 
skinny. You don't know. Uh, the lady who played Precious, Gabourey Sibide, she needs to be on there. That's one of the fattest people that has ever existed. And then I think she lost a ton of weight. I think she weighs like 60 pounds now. And that's a, that's a bad move on her part. She should have, because, you know, nobody wants to hire you because you're a good actor or skinny. Uh, Lizzo is another leader in the Fat Entertainment Hall of Fame. Lizzo, Precious, Meatloaf. Uh, King Kong Bundy can also be on the Mount Rushmore. Adele was, yep, yeah, she lost it all. Why man great till they gotta be great? I love that song. All right. I don't know if we have any other uh any other members of the Fat Hall of Fame here. James Gandolfini, nah, not not big enough. Just not big enough. Come on now. He lost a bunch before Fight Club. Then they made him wear a fat suit. Oh, my God. And he sang on uh, a Ted Nugent album. Okay. Rest in peace to Meatloaf. Dead at 74. This show, you can watch it each and every weekday morning right here on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Whether you watch it at this time, live, every day or not, can you please do something that's completely free and easy that helps your old pal Eric Zane? That is, follow me on Twitch. Just go to that uh, web address, uh, Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. And click follow. And and one more thing. If you have uh, Amazon Prime, there's a button there, a big red button that says Twitch Prime. Click that and fill out the info because that is a free subscription to my page. Please do that. Thank you very much. Excuse me. Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They also sponsor my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Uh, Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And the almighty YouTube, brought to you by my policy shop insurance, the immortal Frank the Tank Fuss. Earlier in the week, maybe, was it last week? It was last week into this week. The Ferris State University professor who was calling the students cocksuckers and uh, saying, I do not want you to come to my class. You are vectors of disease. Stay the fuck away from me. I mean, it was it was spectacular. That is Professor Bear, uh, Barry Meller. 
This video is just the uh, was just the introduction to his class. He says he does it every year. Now he's saying I was just kidding. He was suspended, and then he said, "I'm gonna sue you if you don't let me come back to uh, work." Uh oh. See Stevie just getting in here. Uh, Stevie, of course, uh, longtime uh, friend, uh, viewer, listener, so sweet. Massive, massive uh, fan of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. The Duchess just breaking the news to her that Meatloaf has passed. Stevie, I'm so sorry that you're hearing this news. I'm so sorry about that because she's like a massive fan. This is a huge deal for her. So I'm sorry. Sorry about that. You should know, though, that... um, in order to make this full circle, Amanda has revealed that some guy uh, destroyed her hymen to bat out of uh, bat out of hell too. She revealed that on the show. So, as you're struggling, uh, that's true, and and so that's that's going to be weird for you because you feel bad because that sweet guy passed away. And you love him very much, but Amanda is still, she, it made her very happy to have her hymen, uh, look like, you know, a fucking smash roast beef sandwich to paradise by the dashboard lights too. I'm sorry. Bat out of hell too. She said that. Where was I? You're never going to be able to live that down, by the way. That was incredible. That was, that was an incredible tell. I'm so happy that you did it. Okay. Let's get back to Professor Barry uh, Meller. He has something to say again. He's back. This is Professor Meller. Hello, YouTube. Hello, Reddit. The guy's pretty hip, you know. He know he knows all about how to navigate this stuff. He knows about Reddit. He's he, he's he's pretty hip. Uh, hello to the various news agencies who have reported on my video, and the shorter cut and paste version that lacked all context, which began this amazing uproar. Oh, and to that uh, Reddit user who picked up on my joke about arriving from Rigel Seven, which is a quarantine planet in the Star Trek universe. Good on you. Shut up and get to it, I'm you nerd. Professor Barry Mailer, and this Mailer. video is my introduction to all of you, uh, as well as a response uh, to the involved news agencies to speak on the controversy that has resulted. To be clear and direct, this was a scripted performance, precisely the same as Deadwood is a scripted performance. To be clear and direct, I grade my students based on their work and their understanding. Telling them that I give them a random grade before I meet is my challenge to them to get them to think critically. Uh, in this example about predestination, presented in a way that affects them directly. It is obvious to my students that this is a performance. What I attempt to present for my students is a viewpoint. In- you see, this wrecks it. I, I, I don't want it to be a performance. I want crazy harebrained professor. I don't want thoughtful guy. 
I want lunatic. I'm already fucking bored. In this case, a radical, fantastical viewpoint and rather worrying one. I, have no I, I want to live in a world where a 140-year-old man refers to his students as cocksuckers. We have to have that. Someone said yesterday, would you, would you want your, your kid exposed to this? Yes, of course I would. I'd want my kid to record it so I could watch it later. No control over my grade. Oh, God, my professor is insane. And then throughout the class, I show them a completely different viewpoint that, yes, your work and understanding do indeed matter. I wish for them to experience a strong preconceived notion and then to have an experience of realizing that the notion was wrong. The ability to challenge our preconceptions and to accept new ideas. Kind of yeah, I don't believe any of this. I think he's just crazy and he's trying to make it so that he can get back in the classroom because he obviously likes it contradictory ideas to what we so he's trying to save his ass the school's like you're not getting back in the classroom until you do this so start writing fucking shakespeare you already know for certain uh what everyone knows is fundamental by the way him to say he's uh it was a performance like deadwood no one who goes to his class knows what deadwood is okay that show was on like forever ago to critical thinking and aside from whichever subject I may be Here's a performance from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Teaching, I very much want my students to have that ability. The ability to think for themselves and to be able to change their opinion. Say cocksucker! If the evidence warrants. Some quotes from students after experiencing the first day of class. Here's one. If you think about something but are able to figure it out, you're more likely not to forget it the information and to have a better understanding. And from another student, I was confused at the beginning of the class and then I figured out I was going to like this class a lot. So he's picking up all the good ones from whatever ratemyprofessor.com. The rest of them say this crazy fucks a lunatic. This method of introduction in, uh, in my experience gets the students excited for the semester. After the first day, or the premiere of the show, as I call it, students are talking about this crazy professor and are more interested in the class. That's true. I mean, we've all been interested in the story. We don't have the class. I say some professors are weird. They do weird shit. This guy does that. I mean, this is a fucking highlight of the year, in my opinion. I mean, come on. Uh, as one of my students wrote, one of the greatest teacher intros in the history of teaching. I thought your theories on grading and predestination were hilarious. I have no idea what to expect. I've been giving this performance for over a decade now, and my students have loved it. To those who are genuinely wondering if I was actually angry at my students when I spoke to them about my fears regarding COVID, my goal was to get them to appreciate that in attending in-person classes, they do present a danger, not just to me, but also to each other and to their families as well. That every large gathering... It's okay. You should say what you said. Don't worry about it. You should double down, triple down. Say it again, dumb fuck. ...in a confined space for, like my classroom contributes to the spreading of this terrible... Take it from a guy who's said shit and then had to apologize for it. It's bullshit. That's what the apology is. When you try to talk them through it, it's always, keep it simple. This video should be, hello class, I'm here to tell you that I stand by everything I said, fuck off. That's all he should say.
communicable disease, which has already claimed the lives of millions around the world. At the last count, 844,000 Americans. More American lives than were lost in the Civil War. More American lives than were lost in every other war our nation, in our nation's history combined. A current Ferris PhD student wrote, I'm a third year pharmacy student at Ferris. While I never took any of your courses, I'm sure that I would have thoroughly enjoyed your class. Your controversial intro video was hilarious and engaging. It left me wishing that I was in your class. He further wrote, I also agree with your statements. This is the equivalent of me doing a Facebook video after getting fired and reading all the positive comments about me. Regarding COVID, my dad will be turning 71 this year and my mom 66. And I related to your statement on the students being a vector for disease, even though it was tongue in cheek. In my pharmacy class, there are anti-vax students. How is that allowed? People yeah, you're, it wasn't a joke. You believe that. Now, don't, don't, you know, piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. It's okay to feel that way, man, but don't puss out about it. People who will be practicing pharmacists in a year and a half are against vaccination and don't take COVID seriously? It's That's what this is about. That's what this whole thing is about. Extremely disheartening. I see my parents. That's the snake in the grass. Very infrequently now because of the worry of bringing back COVID from a classmate who just had to go to a packed bar. Well, boohoo. It's happened to everyone. Okay. Deal with it. And this is just one example of why I'm speaking in such a vehement way. The policies of this administration to require in-person teaching okay. in combination with not requiring vaccines this is the problem. for anyone is a combination of policies that places profits before people and sends the clear message to students and faculty alike, okay. die for us, because money means more to us than your life. That's one way of looking at it. That's one way of looking at it, but come on now. Outside of, uh, I mean, we, we've pretty much gotten back to normal. So don't act like this is some new thing. I mean, people have kind of adapted and, and, and moved forward with or without you. That's going to happen. So I don't know. Um, Aram says it's stupid that he has to offer in person. Um, okay, maybe. So he says what he says. And then he kind of walks it back. And, you know, I think that that's just an effort by him to uh, remain in the classroom. You know, he's trying to uh, save his ass, I guess. Whatever. But, you know, you say it's stupid that he has to offer in person. Some people don't uh, do not do well in that setting. Not everybody. I mean, if you sit there and stare at a uh, at a monitor, um, that, that doesn't, uh, sometimes that doesn't, people don't like that shit. They actually like to be in the classroom. There, there's something to it. That's what, and that's what they pay for. So, I don't know. I don't have the answer, but I, I can't say that um, I can't say that um, uh, it's stupid that he has to offer in person. I, I don't agree with that. And then Nick says he doesn't have to do anything. He could quit. That's true. And he already said, I'm getting ready to retire. I What I don't understand is how he can be that um, thorough in that first video and then wonder, hey, how can you not uh, know that that was a joke? That didn't seem like a joke, man. You know? All right. So that's uh, Professor Barry Mailer back again. 
Uh, anything that I'm missing here? Uh, pa, 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 he's a pending investigation uh, for his uh, for his clip uh, for his uh, his his video that he that he made. Um, the university is not talking. The video has racked up nearly half a million views on YouTube. Video gained national attention because of the profane language that was awesome. Mailer used during certain points of the video. He's been teaching there for 27 years and uh, basically talks about his, uh, yeah, this is what I'm doing. This is why I do it. I'll link up the article and you can uh, check it out. But I really believe that, yeah, he meant everything because he kind of revealed that at the end of the follow-up video, which, by the way, only has like 8,000 views. Nobody gives a shit about his explanation. They just want to hear him lose his mind. More of that. Wings guy 71 writes, I believe him as much as I believed Trump was joking about injecting COVID patients with bleach. Correct. Trump was not joking. And this guy was not joking. Aram says a high-risk person like him should get an exception. Well, again, he doesn't have to teach there. And besides, he's got the fucking helmet. He's covered He's covered his ass with the helmet. I'll go halfway. The school can pay for the helmet. How does that sound? Fuck that. Get your old ass in the classroom. Or make more videos of you calling people cocksuckers. That'll work, too. None of this explaining yourself bullshit, okay? Uh, Folks, if you're enjoying the free podcast, thank you very much. I appreciate your time so much. It is paid for by the sponsors. I do a second podcast every day. In fact, yesterday was fun. Um, On Patreon, it was the story about an Alabama community known as Brookside, small 1100 is the population community that has intentionally beefed up their police force to just pull people over, whether they've done anything wrong or not, give them a ticket. And then uh, you say, yeah, you don't like it. Take it to take it to court once a month. You can head over to the city hall and fight this with the judge. So then, you know, 3000 people show up there in line. And then everybody goes, what the fuck? I'm just going to pay it. Fuck this. And they have just had a unbelievable amount of cash windfall in this small town called Brookside, just north of Birmingham, Alabama. Well, uh, on the Patreon yesterday, and I'm not going to share this here because it's for the Patreon people, I called the fucking police station. And first I got the secretary for the mayor, and an amazing thing happened. And then uh, after that ended, and I don't want to say anything that'll tip off what happened, I called back and got a dispatcher, even though it was a non-emergency line. It was really weird. That went south, not as bad. And then I made a third call, and all right, you must hear this. My Patreon members really enjoyed it, and I think you need to hear it. All right? And uh, I did that on Patreon yesterday, and I would like you to hear it by signing up. 
while the free podcast is powered by advertisers, the Patreon is powered by people's dollars and cents. Thank you very much. You were the first uh, thing that uh, first uh, uh, indication that I could do this for a living when you signed up for my Patreon. So P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, E-R-I-C-Z-A-N-E. And first I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to play that for the free crowd. And I was like, no, fuck that, man. These people pay for this shit. This is, this is between us and them. So if you want to hear it, you, uh, you got to hear that phone call. It was, uh, I'll just say it was a lot of fun. I'm not going to sit there and brag about my own phone call, but the audience uh, really, really enjoyed it. And I remember because they, they told me. Melissa says it was, it was epic. Um, there is a moment that I will reveal every time I say, hey, hello, I am Eric Zane from the Eric Zane Show podcast. There's always no response. It's just quiet. And Jason Mays says, I always love it when he tells people he's calling from the Eric Zane podcast because it is always the same every time. They're like, who the fuck are you? Wings guy 71 says, just play it. Show people what they miss. Absolutely not. No way you must hear it so for five bucks a month you get a monthly subscription to all of my audio new and archived 10 bucks a month audio video archived live streams all there on patreon you must check it out if you've ever wanted to be like hey i really want to help out the show i'm gonna subscribe to twitch prime and i'm gonna help out zane on the patreon i give you a ton of material 15 plus hours every single week on the Patreon. Amanda, who is a member of Patreon, she says, well, screw this. I'm going to go listen to that right now. No, don't do that because, you know, if something uh, uh, pops on this show like your cherry a number of years ago, uh, I want you to talk about it. What's next for you, Amanda? You've already revealed when somebody... I don't know who it was or if it was a machine that did it, uh, ruptured your hymen. Um, what what are you going to do as a follow-up? And I don't want anybody anybody to, 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 to cringe at that. I didn't offer that information. She did. <clears throat> she writes, she was he was 24 and I was 17. What's next? Are you going to describe the first time you had two in your keister? My God. First pink sock listening to ABBA. Wings guy 71 thinking similarly says next we'll hear about when she popped her brown cherry. My God. So she had sex, she says, with some guy who was a Dungeons and Dragons player. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with my cleric's wand. I'm gonna rush you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rupture your your Elven force field with my cleric wand. All right. Cannot believe it. We're already 47 minutes, and this thing is already off the rails. Brett Ernst is in town this weekend. All around, 
uh, West Michigan in the various full house comedy venues. If you'd like to go to a comedy show, there is only one entity that does comedy, and that's full house comedy. In fact, I'm going to take a look. I like looking at the schedule from time to time, see what Big Dick Donnie is up to. Okay. See Brett Ernst here with a weird look on his face. You got tonight, seven, at the Grand Rapids uh, Comedy Club. And then he's got a 9.30 show tonight. Saturday, same thing. Two shows, Grand Rapids Comedy Club. Also Saturday, Laura Beats or Bates. Sorry. I'm going to say Bates. She's at Back Alley in Muskegon. Steph Tolov next week at the Park Theater. James Mattern also next week. This is Jimmy Kimmel's sister, Jill. She's appearing at uh, Back Alley Comedy Club in February, early February. So, and Jeff Dye is at the Park Theater in Billy's Lounge and Back Alley Comedy Club. Awesome. This guy looks like a nice guy. It looks like this guy would sell you a life insurance policy. Dwayne Gill. Let's see here. There was, there was more. Okay, I want to look into February... Steve Trevino, Mike Cannon, Robert Kelly, Chris Fonseca, all coming to a full house comedy venue near you, including Tony Hinchcliffe, February 25th at the Park Theater. If you want to go see a comedy show, that's where you go. Terry, I'm getting to it. You know, I got it written down. I got you by the hand, Terry. Why? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we numerous times on this show, I have uh, lectured the audience about avoid the urge to A, predict what I should be talking about or what's going on, and, and hey, how come you haven't avoid that? Because what you do is you, you end up wrecking it for people. And if you know... For sure, by God, don't say anything. Terry is such an asshole. I wrote down on my notes here. Talk about paintball scholarship. I know what to do. This is my job. When you're at work, do you like it? When your fucking boss comes up to you and says you're doing a terrible job cleaning that toilet. Or tries to tell you, let's say a, uh, a, a worker at the convenience, let's say a patron at the convenience store comes up to you and says, yeah, you're not uh, making the coffee right. Let me do it for you. You're, you're, you're fucking pissed off. Shut up. I say this to everybody. Maureen got it earlier in the week. You're getting it now, you fucking Neanderthal. 
He writes, tell the people about the two paintball scholarships. I have to get to work. No, I'm not telling them shit. Fuck off. I need it done in my time frame. I'm important. Of course. Of course. And fucking Melissa, that skank, she's always like, it's great because then he rages out. So I'm like a goddamn monkey to you people. Yeah, get mad. Fly off the handle. Get pissed off. Yeah, that's great. I love just sitting around get yelling at people. Motherfucker. Ugh. All right, I'll talk about it, you asshole. Terry, it's not him, it's his lovely wife, sent $70 to award a paintball scholarship for the next paintball event that happens in just over a week. Thank you, Beth. So, this is how I'm going to do this. If you want to win a paintball scholarship for you plus one, you have to send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. And you have to describe how much Terry sucks. You have to explain, you have to put some thought into it. This is a $70 value. Terry gave it to us. Actually, Terry's wife gave it to us. Terry doesn't have a job. Okay. Send me an email about how Terry uh, has sex with animals, is a loser, um, is turned on by children, and shit like that. Send it to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I will choose choose the best one, and you get a paintball scholarship. All right? Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliner striping inbox. Terry, I actually am quite happy with this because because of your wife's kindness. It has allowed uh, me to be able to have a little bit of a little more content about this. Otherwise, I would just be talking about it. So it ended up working. So I applaud you for that. But motherfucker. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Aram says, Terry, apologies on behalf of the show for that reaction. Yeah, you don't work here. Shut up. Now I'm in a foul mood. All right. Damn it. Pain in the ass. Where was I? Uh, God bless Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. You know, hold on a second. Before every time I do this, I then realize how much how helpful the person has been. Terry, you realize you've sent you and your lovely wife Beth have sent really sweet care packages to my daughter of of uh, of those rocks that you guys collect. What are those things called again? Gems, diamonds. You send send my daughter all sorts of rocks and diamonds in a box. And uh, so, I mean, it's one of the kindest things in the world. And so this is very conflicting to me because I'm having a a fucking temper tantrum for you bossing me around on my show. I got out of radio so I could avoid, well, I didn't really have a choice, but everybody bossed me around there too. Kind of. I kind of bossed everybody around. I can't even get behind that bit. 
All right. I love you, Terry. Now, you see, that's how it is. I always like rage out and then I feel bad after, after it kind of settles down. I don't know. Thank you. And thank you for the seven. Never before has somebody donated something and gotten such a beating over it. Let's get back to talking about Amanda's hymen. Ruptured hymen. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They're like, please don't talk about us now. Please don't do that. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV in West Michigan. Get your cars repaired there. The absolute best. They have drop-off after hours. You just drop your key in a little drop thingy and pick up after hours because they've got these like lock boxes. So this is all right. You're going to be in lockbox number three. Here's the code. Don't tell anybody. You show up there. You've already paid online or over the phone. Hit a couple of keys. Grab your keys. Hit a, hit a couple of buttons. Grab your keys and you're gone. It's just one of the many conveniences of Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. If all you got to do is manage to get the damn thing there. They'll take care of the rest. Uh. So many amazing Google reviews, five-star average, Irvines.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I met with Joe Martinez yesterday, pillar of the community. Uh, and we talked about a new nonprofit. Well, not a new nonprofit. It is a nonprofit called Wellhouse that you will be hearing a lot from in the upcoming days and weeks. Uh, Joe has a, a pal named Jennifer who's on the board of Wellhouse, and uh, they make affordable, low-income housing, like homes. They they buy homes, flip them, and then they make people who are down on their luck help them get into them. And they want to make, they want to flip more houses. Joe is involved because he takes care of the heating and cooling for these homes, make sure that they are in good working order. And he dealt me in to see if I would be willing to get behind their effort for, and I go, well, of course, of course I'll get behind this. This sounds terrific. So they're like asking, you know, would you be? And I'm like, yes, of course. All you got to do is ask. Just ask me. I'll take care of the rest. Uh, so thank you, Joe, for introducing me to those to those folks. If you want to help Joe for anything, heating or cooling, this is who you call. And I've uh, said this many times, and uh, it's, it's worth mentioning again. Let's say... You're going to do a new install, a new furnace, or a new air conditioner, or both. That's a big deal. Do this. Call two other companies. Have them come out. Interact with them. Talk with them. Get the estimate. Don't tell Joe that you've done this. I like this to be a surprise. Then reach out to him. 616 616- 516-8579. And say, hey, can you come? Uh, don't tell him you heard it from me yet. Save that. Can you come uh, visit and uh, give me an estimate? And then uh, he's going to give you the estimate. And more often than not, he will beat the other two. But, but, and this is my favorite part. In the event 
that he does not. You say, um, so Eric Zane put me up to this. He said, you're beating these other two. So I believe you're going to have to rethink your estimate now, senor. And he's going to go, ay, 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 he did it to me again. That's awesome. That's when you drop the hammer on his Mexican ass. Here you go. Beat this estimate. And he will. Okay. That's the old Eric Zane bait and switch switcheroo extravaganza on Senor Martinez. 616-516-8579. Hang on. I got a cough. Oh, my God. I'm having so much fun. Um, yesterday I, uh, was getting ready for the show and Savannah Guthrie from the today show had Kamala Harris on for like 10 minutes and they blew past their allotted time. And there was all sorts of interrupting and all sorts of awkward and Harris getting annoyed with Guthrie. And, okay, let me set the table for you here. The night before, the dementia patient stood before America and blamed the Republicans for everything, which may be true, and I don't care. Um, he also talked about the scenario in Ukraine, which I don't know if you realize this, but we have had uh, a long stretch of peace with little dust-ups here and there along the way. But uh, for the most part, we haven't had anything enormous happen in quite some time. On a scale of like a world war, obviously. This could, this could. When countries start invading... That's not that different at all than what Germany decided to do at the onset of the European theater of World War II. Started with the invasion of Poland. Russia amasses 100,000 people at the border of Ukraine. Ukraine is like, all right, well, we're going to dig in. They're actually, it's actually trench warfare, like World War II or World War I style of trench warfare there. And you got all these Ukrainians and they're mobilizing as much as they can. Also a formidable military, but uh, uh, without question, uh, more might for the Russian military. And Russia's like, no, no, no. We're just, we're just hanging out. We're just, and Biden's like, hey, trying to figure this shit out. Well, in that speech the other night, Biden suggested, and I, it's, Guthrie says the quote. So I'm not going to try to, I mean, I, I'm going to paraphrase it now, but then she will say it correctly because I'm going to play it for you. Because this is fucking awesome. Biden alludes to, well, if Russia goes in and gets a little bit of Ukraine, that will warrant some response, but not a big response or something to that effect. And so that tips everybody off in the world 
as, well, wait a minute. Are you giving them the green light to go get, I think she described it as a bite of Ukraine, of their of their land? And, you know, I have no idea why Russia even wants to go in there in the first place. Do they want the land to be able to utilize the natural resources, which happens all the time in, in, uh, in, in, uh, in land grab warfare moments? Uh, who knows? But Ukraine is like, fuck you. I mean, this is ours. Go fuck yourself. You're not coming to take our fucking land. And there's Ukrainians all around the world who are like, well, wait a minute. If, if Biden is sitting there saying that one, one breath, uh, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that Russia does not do this. And uh, there will be severe sanctions against Russia if they do even put one toe into Ukraine. And then Biden gets in front of the world and says, yeah, they might take a little bit of it. And, uh, you know, I was. You know, that's that's a mixed message, and that's kind of fucked up. So Guthrie has Harris on. Now, why Harris? Why not Biden? Because Biden has dementia. That's why. Okay, let's get into it. Harris comes in. She's got a nice smile on her face. You can see that. She's all ready to go. And she's like, okay, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I'll talk to you, Savannah. And the White House is now thinking, fuck, because from the moment he said it up until this interview that happened yesterday, the White House is like getting bombarded with people saying, well, well that's an absolute fucking mixed message here. What, what are we to do with this? Okay, let's get into it. President of the United States, Kamala Harris. Madam Vice President, good morning. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, Savannah. Thank well, you. Well, let's just start right there with Ukraine. The president was pretty yeah. clear. Russia will be held accountable if it invades, and it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion, and then we end up having to fight about what to do and what not to do. Did the president essentially give the green light to Vladimir Putin to take a piece of Ukraine, to take a bite out of Ukraine? So, Savannah, first of all, I will tell you that I... Okay, she's already fucking it up. All she has to say is, no, that's not what he meant. But she does the long political answer. Every morning, start my morning and my day reading the presidential daily brief, the PDB, which contains classified information about threats to our national security and hotspots around the world. I am often in the situation room. Okay, now think about all these words that she's saying. And again, the question was, is the president giving a green light for Russia to take a bite out of Ukraine? And this is what we get with the leaders of our military and our intelligence community and, of course, the president of the United States. And on the subject of Ukraine, I will tell you that the president has been very clear and we as the United States are very clear. If Putin takes... Okay, Guthrie's tried to interrupt because while Harris is saying he's been very clear, he has not been clear because 12 hours earlier, he said the opposite. It's aggressive action. We are prepared to levy serious and severe costs, period. And I will tell you that part of the, the posture that we have taken is grounded in the respect and the value we place in sovereignty and territorial integrity. Madam and in Vice particular, President, in this case, I'm sorry the to sovereignty interrupt. and territorial yeah. integrity of Ukraine. Of course. And so I'm we so are sorry very to interrupt, but it is, had- it is less than clear because 30 minutes after the news conference, the White House press secretary had to actually clarify the president's oh. remarks. Savannah, okay, say what you want about mainstream media and this and that. 
She just fucking dropped the hammer. She just dropped the hammer. Holy shit. She interrupted the fucking vice president. We have two titans going at each other with claws out. And they just talked over each other in that hilariously awkward moment, motherfucker. And she disputed wh- exactly what she said. Holy shit. In this case, I'm sorry the to interrupt. sovereignty and territorial yeah. integrity of Ukraine. Of course. And so we so are sorry very to interrupt, clear, but it, is, had- it is less than clear because 30 minutes after the news conference, the White House press secretary had to actually clarify the president's remarks. Savannah, I'm being clear with you right now. Yes. Okay. And, and, and so if you're interested, I'll continue to be clear. Oh, if you're interested, how can she does that? Harris does that all the time. She hates getting fucking interrupted and then responds with that fucking mean tone of if you're interested, I'll continue to be clear. Well, yeah, yes, maybe, but so you've I think Harris needs to say he may have said that, but that isn't what he meant. She needs to actually say that, but she's not going to say that. Remarks. Savannah, I'm being clear with you right now. Yes, okay. And, and, and so if you're interested, I'll continue to be clear, which is that we, we have had direct conversations through various levels of diplomacy with Putin, with Russia, and most importantly, with our allies and partners, including our NATO allies and partners. We are clear and have been clear for quite some time. You weren't, you fucking asshole. Your boss, the dementia patient, said, well, well, go ahead, take a little bite of Ukraine. That our first approach and priority and, 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 and preference is that these the issues could be resolved diplomatically. We have also been clear and continue to be clear. No, you haven't. That if Russia takes aggressive action, it will be met with severe costs. Is aggressive Period. action, just to be, let's be clear, because, yes. Everybody's trying to be clear. There are 100,000 Russian troops amassed at the border with Ukraine, and people mm-hmm. there are hanging on the president's every word. Is there any amount of land that Russia could take that the president would allow, turn a blind eye to, not issue those, quote, severe sanctions he's been threatening for that massive full-scale invasion? Um, Guthrie has now changed course. She's coming around to flank with the same exact question, the same exact thing. Our interpretation of any country, in this case, Russia and Vladimir Putin. You see, this is a long interview, but it didn't have to be. All she has to say is, no, no, he fucked up. He's a dementia patient. So he's, you know, he's an idiot. I'm in charge. By the way, uh, some of you guys, like Patriot Nick, he only refers to her as Vice President Knee Pads. Yeah, okay, we get it. She sucked a lot of dick. So what? Would you just shut the fuck up for a minute and let us have fun with this? That was that was a long time ago. So she likes dick. Big deal. So do I. Oh, wait a minute. I mean, my dick. Denying or violating the sovereignty and territorial integrity of Ukraine will be interpreted as aggressive action, and it will be met with a cost, a severe cost, period. The the president said yesterday, among other things, that he thinks that Putin probably will invade Ukraine. Later, he said he wasn't sure, but he said he probably will go in. Is that for all intents and purposes acknowledging that this threat of severe sanctions that the administration has made is having no effect on Putin, that he's actually not deterred by it? 
Well, she, the only thing she can say here is, well, I, not, well, you'd have to ask Putin. But this is her answer. I'm going to psychoanalyze uh, President Putin of Russia. But I will tell you this. It is clear to us that, that the, the decision is probably in his hands. And we are prepared to take appropriate action based on whatever he decides to do. The president also openly talked about division within NATO countries and NATO allies about what to do in the event of a Russian incursion. How damaging is that when the, the message that's being preached overseas at this moment by our secretary of state and others is that NATO stands united? I will tell you, and I think your audience knows, Joe Biden has dementia has been working as the former head of, of foreign relations and as the former vice president and a senator in a role of leadership on foreign policy for years. One of the things he values most is direct and consistent communication with our allies and partners. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that they really look forward to talking to him. He's fucking talking about rubbing his legs in the swimming pool when he was a kid. Partners around the world. And in the year that I have been here as vice president, I have witnessed him continuously engaged in direct Fill his diaper. conversations with our partners and allies. And this is no exception. Before I leave this, I mean, Ukrainian officials uh, reportedly heard these words from President Biden with alarm. I know the White House tried to clarify it uh, and clean it up afterwards, but... You see, that's, that's bullshit. Um, that shouldn't have to happen. If you had a president that was worth anything, you wouldn't have to immediately, 10 minutes after the fucking idiot gets done talking, have to fucking fix it. Was the damage done? You can't unring the bell. Is Vladimir Putin likely to listen to a later statement from the White House press secretary or the words of President Biden? Oh, my God. What a great question. That's awesome. I'm telling you, I love her. I kind of have a crush on her. I will repeat myself. And by the way, I don't think uh, Harris is hot anymore. And, and here she's getting pissed off again. I will repeat myself. To listen to a later statement from the White House press secretary or the words of President Biden. I will repeat myself. And I'm vice president of the United States. Oh, boy. Okay. This is. Look at that face, by the way. Look at where I paused it. That is. Someone screenshot that. Oh, man. That is. And the president and I work closely together, and I know his position because he has been consistent. I do not like her at all. Consistent in that regard. If Vladimir Putin and Russia takes aggressive action, it will be met with a cost that will be severe. Okay, what? What are you talking about? Sanctions? Are we gonna? Are we gonna uh, uh, send troops? Uh, are we gonna send tanks? Why? I mean, some would argue, why do anything? Haven't we as a nation uh, gotten into some serious hot water time and time again uh, being the world police force? I mean, is that is that worth anything? Wouldn't it be refreshing just for once? Some would argue uh, to say, oh, well, you've got five million people. Go defend yourself. Here you go. Have a great day. 
Let's talk about another comment the president made. He openly cast doubt on whether the 2022 midterm elections would be legitimate. He said it all depends, um, which is astonishing to hear a president question whether our elections will be legitimate. We've heard it before, but not from this president. Right. Is he really concerned that, that we may not have fair and free elections? Boy, that would be turnabout, wouldn't it? Can you imagine if after the next election he's sitting there bitching and uh, he's hanging out with my pillow guy or whatever, uh, something similar, you know, uh, saying stop the steal and shit like that? The president has been consistent on this issue. Can she say anything without sounding like she's fucking annoyed? You know, I mean, look at that. That is ridiculous. Can't you just answer like a human being? Why do you always have to seem so fucking mean? And the issue at hand, the issue I was there last night uh, in the chamber of the Senate. And he was taking a shit in his hand. The issue is that there are two bills, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act and the Freedom to Vote Act that have been the, the solution that has been offered to address the fact that around our country, states have put in place laws that are purposely making it more difficult for the American people to vote. Laws which will be felt by at least 55 million Americans, regardless of their party affiliation, their race, their gender, or their geographic location. Well, to the point, though, because so those we bills have been were clear, debated. And it's, but it's, yeah, the, the, the bills it's, were it's, debated, it's, it's, and they didn't pass. If, so the, the if I may finish, if I may finish. Oh. oh my God. Oh, that is spectacularly awkward. If you don't mind, if I may finish. If I may finish. Guthrie's like, yeah, you're talking too much, you loud mouth. Here's my question again, dumb fuck. If I may may finish. But the specific question, if you don't mind, does he think now that these bills haven't been passed that the 22 midterms won't be legitimate or fair? Yes, he does think that because I told him to think that. Or free. Let's not conflate issues. So what we are looking at. Okay, so she's here for 10 minutes and doesn't actually answer anything. And, and the topic of so much debate last night was that we as America cannot. Okay. And I think Guthrie talks about this. You got to understand the house is 50, 50, and she's going to talk about this. And two Democrats voted against that fucking bill. So this is not the fault of the Republicans. You would expect them to all 50 to vote against it. Well, Two Democrats voted against it, too. So, I mean, this isn't Biden's blaming all the Republicans, but I I don't know. You got to look at those two Democrats, your own party. Not afford to allow this blatant erosion of our democracy and in particular, the right of all Americans who are eligible to vote to have access to the ballot unfettered. That is the topic of the conversation. And let's not be distracted by the political gamesmanship when what is truly at stake are, are, are issues like whether Americans with disability have the opportunity to vote by mail, whether a single parent has the opportunity with three kids in the back seat to vote by dropping off their back. I don't think that's the issue. I don't think anybody with any common sense would argue with that. I think what the concern is, is it opens, and I don't know this for I mean, I can't say one word or the other, but I would say that people that vote against this are concerned of an abuse in the system because of less checks and balances in place, which could result in people 
voting more than once, dead people voting, shit like that. If this passes, that possibility would exist more so than in previous elections, okay? And, you know, fuckhead Trump was the first one to say, oh, the dead people were voting. They weren't. They didn't. But with this, that could happen. Uh, the environment is more uh, possible for that to actually happen. Ballot in a drop box instead of having to stand in line with those three kids for hours. These are the issues that are at stake. And the president and laid a lot of... And, and, yeah. and pivotal issues in terms of our democracy. We had an extensive conversation about foreign policy, Savannah. Yeah, the, well, I've met with, I've met with prime oh. ministers and presidents from around the globe, both partners and allies of ours. They are asking... You see, I almost think that Guthrie would be better served after she doesn't, she does, you know, when the time she interrupts her, say, you're just not going to answer my questions, are you? With all due respect, why are you here? If when I ask you questions, you're, you're diverting, you're dodging. It's awful. This is, this is not doing anyone any good. What is going on with voting rights in America? Because they look to us as a role model of what it means to be a democracy. And they are monitoring to wonder and question whether there is an erosion of our democracy. You're full of shit. An erosion of one of the best role models of what a democracy does and can do. Speaking of democracy and politics, the president put a lot of blame yesterday on... She's changing gears. ...Republicans for failure to get some of these key initiatives passed. But, you know, you have a 50-50 tie in the United States Senate, as you are well aware. Oh, look at her. She's giddy with this one. She can't wait to drop the hammer. Did the administration fail to temper its initiatives to meet political reality? In other words, should you have been more willing to compromise to try to get all Democrats on board? You, these initiatives failed because Democrats weren't united, let alone Republicans. Was that an error as you look back on this year? Well, we hate those Democrats and we're going to have them killed. Well, when I look back on this year, I think about things like the bipartisan infrastructure law. Um, okay, this is when she, another diversion of just talking about good things that they're that they've come up with. Administrations, both Democrat and Republican, have tried for years. What a crack of shit! We're willing to help if the, if the initiatives were. Yes, yes, yes. More, more of that. I love it. Republican have tried for years. Well, doesn't that show Republicans do were do, willing to help if the, if the initiatives were? Oh. But they, they tried for years to do what the American people... I would say, Madam Vice President, I'd let you finish if you weren't talking out of your fucking wide asshole, okay? All I hear is fucking diversion. This is, this is a fucking game. I'm interviewing you. I'm asking you direct questions and you keep talking out of your gape. And what the American people know is not an issue that be, should be thought of through a political lens. Things like upgrading our roads and bridges. Things oh, like bullshit. Out the Shut up. Of America because over 50% of children under the age of six are exposed to lead. These are the things that are part of the accomplishments that occur through a, a process of compromise. Yes. But what ends up happening is that the American people benefit. Broadband in that law, 
is going to be now more accessible and affordable to Americans around the country from rural areas to urban areas. This was a fucking uh, political stump. That's what this was. It started out with the president saying, hey, it's okay if Ukraine takes a little, or if Russia takes a little bit of Ukraine, I don't mind. And it turned into this shit. And he doesn't even know who she is. Like Harris, doing I am way out of time. Next time they got to give us an hour so I don't have to interrupt and you can go as long as you want. But we are out of time. I so appreciate the back okay. and forth and Thank you, you so answering much. the questions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank oh. you. We just needed five more minutes. Or C-SPAN. <laughs> she and I, we should go on C-SPAN. You know, you know? We, can, we can both go on as long yeah. as we like. Lots yeah. of news. There. Lots yeah. of news. Yeah. Lots to okay. But over to me. Was it me? It wasn't me. I love that song. Okay, hang on. All right. That was a lot, but I'm glad we got into it because such bullshit. My God. Oh, man. Um, and, and here's, here's the thing. I can honestly tell you that if I had to choose right now between Republican and Democrat, I'm voting Democrat. I have to vote for these assholes. What a pile of shit handed to us. Chris K says, kind of surprised she didn't hold up a sick puppy. Savannah, Republicans want to kill this puppy. <clears throat> um, and don't give me this, uh, uh, you should consider libertarian. Yeah, consider losing. That's what the L stands for. No, no. Oh, my God. And then they caught me in a shower. It wasn't me. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It wasn't me. da 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 Patriot Nick says, you're high, Eric. Well, all right. You know, that's your opinion. You know, you, you, hey. You get your, do I look at you? and tell you that you are high because of your vote? When have I done that? I haven't done that ever. I get mine, you get yours. I have one, you shall not fuck with it. You get your vote, I get mine. All of your shithead constituents are busy dying. So you're going to lose anyway. Unless there's some dramatic shift, I will be voting Democrat. Stick that in your asshole. But I will not sit here and let that happen, what just took place on the Today Show. That is just bullshit. Oh, my God. The only thing worse would be having Trump in the White House. There you go. What do you think of that? Uh, okay. 
I've got merch, and I want you to wear a T-shirt. EricZaneShow.com. Click on merch, and uh, you will be good to go with uh, T-shirts, hoodies, even a pillow at EricZaneShow.com. The tax accountant, tag accounting, tagcpa.net, also known as the tax hobbit. No matter where you are in the U.S., please consider reaching out to tag accounting, 616-301-9516. Love them so much. Uh, No matter where you are in the U.S., they can help you with your return. This is uh, the absolute best. You will save money because you're going to get so much money back more than you would normally, and you're saving the time. Take that time that you would be doing your taxes with, uh, I don't know, doing something with your family, okay? Uh, it's that simple. You just uh, upload all your documents you have from each uh, from the year on the online portal, the web portal to TAG Accounting, and then your appointment is made, and they take care of it for you. You do not need to be present to have your taxes done. Anywhere in the U.S., 616-301-9516. Please mention the Eric Zane Show podcast. I've got good news on the flooring front. First of all, Bennett Flooring Installation is going to install your flooring here in West Michigan. 616-318-0167. Call or text. 616-318-0167. 0167 bennettflooringinstallation.com you rip up the old stuff you buy the new stuff and i'll tell you about that in a second bennett installs it this is the most cost effective way to have it done professionally you'll do some of the work they put the cherry on top with a finished professional product installed perfectly have them come to your house measure the room, and they will give you one price that it costs to have that flooring installed. Please mention me, 616-318-0167. The flooring that I want you to buy is from Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. And I just heard from Kent, drop the E, add a U. He had a big day yesterday. Kent runs the discount outlet. His boss is Darwin, who owns Johnson's Carpet, Johnson Carpet, uh, one floor and home, uh, and the discount outlet, two separate businesses under one umbrella, okay? The umbrella is the Darwin umbrella. Darwin's the guy who sits in the office and buys 53-foot trailers uh, full of uh, flooring, and then he buys so much of it of the best brands, the most popular designs, Carpet, laminate, tile, ceramic, you name it. So popular, he knows it's going to sell, so he buys a bunch of it, so he gets it for a lower cost, has it shipped to Kent, who then unloads the truck. Oh, God, works his ass off doing it. Sets it all up in the discount outlet, and then you come in, and you buy it off the display, and you leave, okay? That's how it works at the uh, Johnson's Carpet One uh, Floor and Home Discount Outlet. You get it. There's no other price cheaper. I swear on a stack of holy Bibles because Darwin's the guy who buys so much of it. You get this lower price point. Okay. If by chance they don't have what you uh, want at the discount outlet, go down the street to the main store and uh, they'll have whatever you want there. But start at the discount outlet because they more than likely are going to have something that will suit your needs and you're going to pay a lot less for it. 
I was uh, extremely happy to see. This is music to your old pal Eric's ears when I get good news from a sponsor. 11.17 a.m. yesterday. Can't drop the E out of you. Right. Hey, I just had some customer uh, stop in and mention the podcast. That means they save 10% when they do that. Tell... And then he writes, tell Jason Mays so he can cry some more. Oh, <laughs> poor Mays. Guy had been advertising on the show for like ever. And he sold like an oil filter from JM Synthetics. And I wrote, wah, and then he follows it up at 3.30. Make that two today. Someone else came in. Thank you to whoever you folks are. I appreciate that. I'm going to start up a group conversation with you and Darwin about this. If you're one with it. I go, heck yes. Return on investment. That's good because Darwin's the one who pays your old pal, Eric. This is how it works. I've told you this many times. I'm telling you about great shit from my sponsors when the need meets you, when you, because I'm giving you the information, when the message meets your need, then just do it. That's what these two did. Thank you. Oh, my God. Kent writes to Darwin and I. Just wanted to let you guys know I've had two folks in today mentioning the podcast. One purchased. The other walked out with a quote but said it was way less expensive than what they thought it would be. Darwin writes, thank you for the update, Kent. I love this information. Yes. Fuck yes. I wrote, awesome news. Thank you. I appreciate that. So that's what you do. Go see Kent drop the E out of you. Uh, I meant to get into the story yesterday about the news reporter getting hit, getting hit by the car. Did you see this? Holy fuck. My God. Okay. Not sure where this was. Some community, anywhere, USA. Okay, West Virginia. Dunbar, West Virginia. Small town. Uh, this lady is, uh, is, is, uh, is the traffic reporter. It's been like uh, bad weather conditions in Dunbar, West Virginia. Check this out. Uh, she gets run over by a car. And this guy, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing here. He doesn't know what the fuck is happening as she gets hit by a car. This is her last week. She is okay. But check this out. And now we're starting to experience, unfortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this water main breaks. Oh. Got hit by a car, but I'm okay. I just got hit by a car, but I'm okay, Tim. I'm okay. Tim. She just gets hit by a car, and Tim doesn't blink and says, Well, that's the first for you on TV, Tori. He doesn't react. Look at this asshole. She just gets greased. Water main breaks. Got hit by a car, but I'm okay. I just got hit by a car, but I'm well, okay, Tim. That's the first um, for you I'm on okay. TV, Tori. Tim. I'm okay. Yeah, you know, that's live TV for you. It's all good. I what a recovery. actually got hit by a car in college, too, just like that. Wow. I am so glad I'm okay. Except the car was a black penis. Yeah. You're okay. You're okay. We're all good. This is a... Uh... Oh. 
You know what? It's uh, one woman sure you're there. Okay, A nice response from fucking Tim here. He's keeping his news game face on. That's like what they did when uh, Grape Lady fell. Remember that? They go, ouch. Oh, ow. I'll play that next. I, I I think she's okay. I think she's dead. Good, Tim. Ma'am, sure you okay? are so sweet and you're... Tori's great. Okay. Okay, this is the, the, the lady who hit her. She lost control of the car. Now Tori has become the news. She's talking the lady down. By the way, Tori's alone. That's the way the news industry is these day the these these days. They don't they don't actually have a camera person uh with them. They just set up a camera on a tripod and then they just hit roll it. That's why there was no camera person to warn her that she's about to be hit by a car. It is all good. You know, I, I, oh, Lord. So you, you know, it's my last week on the job and I think this would happen. So, so she set the camera back up. You were bumped in, me, Tim. were you bumped down low, Tori, or were you hit up high? I couldn't really tell from the looking. Oh. What does it matter? Fucking Tim. I, I, I don't even, do you know if I was bumped? Uh, were you hit in the head and shoulders area? Or was this more like a, a hip ass hit? By the car. Uh, what do you think, you fucking idiot? Do cars fly, dickhead? Down lower up high, sir. I just saw you disappear I don't even know. I don't even know, Tim. I, my whole life just flashed before my eyes. Oh, but this happen. is live TV and everything's okay. I I thought I was... Boy, he is so keeping it together. Too much. Show some emotion, Tim. It's in a safe spot, but clearly um, we might need to move the camera over a bit. Yeah. So let me do that while I'm You're thinking about it. Now, to, just to set oh, you stage you for know? you, once again, Tori's in an area right now where there's been a water main break. So there are emergency vehicles around there. And a lot of times what we have seen in those kind of situations yeah. are... She needs to say, fuck you, Tim. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the news, not you. In, when emergency vehicles are around, there's a lot of confusion from people about drivers. About yeah, thanks for breaking it down, Tim. Where to go? So it's possible people that's get what distracted there. a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, you didn't even see. Oh the car God, coming. that woman. That. Oh God. I don't know who's a bigger asshole today, Tim, Tim the news dick, or Kamala Harris. Uh, Corey says, Tim is the ultimate professional. He's too professional. God. All right. Let me get the grape lady. Oh, ouch. Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. I got to get some audio here. Grape lady fails. And one of the things that's done is right here, these buckets are filled with grapes. What kind of grapes? These are filled with Chambersen grapes. And the winner this Saturday who stomps the most juice will actually win an overnight stay here at Chateau Alon. You ready? You ready to try it? Yeah, sure. Let's go. Not disgusting. Let's All right, go. you ready? Give us a 30-second time. Here we go. So what's the deal here? You, there's a contest to stomp, and how are you measuring who does the best stomping? Well, yeah, uh, pretty, pretty clear. The most juice, you fucking airhead. Nice question. And whoever stomps the most juice wins an overnight stay. But whoever has a ruptured aorta falling off of this wins. It's not the only thing you can do. The measuring cups are down below, right? Measuring cups are down below. All right. Tell, and and if, you, if you win, you get to stay at Chateau Alain. And what else do you have going on here? Well, if great stomping's not your thing, you can come and spend the day listening to live music, eating international foods, having wine tours and tasting, vineyard tours, seminars, arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun. A whole day. Stop. Oh, 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 oh. 
think she's actually hurt. No, there. I think she is. Yeah, she yeah, I just said, I think she's hurt. No, I think she is. Hurt. She took a hard fall off there. Boy, okay. Gosh, I hope she's okay. She's dead. Okay. Mm. We're going to make sure she we'll is. try and gosh, check on dead. her and get back right. to you as soon as we can. We'll be back mm. right after this. Gee. Look at the looks on their faces. Uh, did, did the... Uh, was this was this that shitty of quality when we first watched this? However long ago that was. My God. Um. Looking back on this, Corey says, "I I don't feel bad for her because of that ridiculous noise she makes." Well, uh, I think she got the wind knocked out of her. Have you ever had that happen? You you actually think you're going to die? Oh, uh, that's like terrible. You do that, that's the noise you make. Uh, that's the sound like the guy in Alien when the creature came out of his chest, perhaps. That was a long time ago, I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in quite some time. Uh, that's what you get for trying to cheat. Uh, Tim is being accused for asshole, is, uh, is being accused of mansplaining traffic to her. You're right. He was mansplaining. That was great. In fact, I might have to back up on, on old Tim there. His mansplaining. More of that, please. You're right. He is mansplaining. Uh, usually emergency vehicles, Tori, mean that there has been something that requires an emergency vehicle there. And when water meets cold temperatures, okay, it becomes something known as ice. And then if there is an actual wreck, oh, sorry, no volume. Let me back up. Let me do that again. I knew that was going to happen to me. Sorry. Then a water main break. So there are emergency vehicles around there. And a lot of times what we have seen in those kind of situations yeah. are in when emergency vehicles are around, there's a lot of confusion from people about drivers about where to go. So it's possible. People that's get what distracted there. a little bit. Yeah. 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 Even see oh, God, that woman. That he feels so proud that he was able to, like, break it down for. Her. Yeah. Fuck Tim. Tim's an asshole. All right. Enough of that. Um, I, I I don't notice that, but I'm glad that uh, Kate brought it up. And Adam says the same thing. Wow, he did mansplain. I he wrote. I totes missed it. I did too. I need to pay more attention to that because it's spectacular when it happens. All right. Now you don't have to overexplain it, asshole. Have I ever done that? I hope not. That would make me feel bad. Yeah, you're an idiot. You don't get shit. The Threads podcast is inviting you to listen to their show. I wonder if Jason Teary is rummaging through a cemetery again. Remember that last time we, uh, last time, earlier in the week when I called him?
I like Jason. The show is going to be released sometime today. Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered. Come on. What, hey. Oh, what do you want? Hey, I'm on the podcast. I told you. Oh, oh good job. Yeah. Are you uh, tromping around throughout a cemetery right now? No, I'm shopping at Walmart for, for a gig work job. Oh, okay. Is it okay to have a conversation while you're working? Yeah, I'll just try to uh, not swear so much. Uh, yeah. All right. You, well, you don't have to. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, d- yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble. I mean, my God. <laughs> What's um, up? Did I say, I, I might have said rummaging, but uh, it's rucking. I think I said it wrong. Rucking is, is the term, right? Correct. Okay. All right. So what are you shopping for today? What, what What's on the shopping list for these people? Or is it not a good idea to say? No, we got, let's see, Kogo bologna, some oranges, cream cheese spread, an onion. Yeah, pretty basic. Low, low, low order. Have you ever delivered anything in your gig work and uh, you you were met by the at the door with someone who wanted to have sex with you? No, unfortunately, I have not. In your time talking about gig work, uh, is it called Gig Economy Podcast? Correct. Second podcast that you do. Um, has anyone ever revealed that that has happened? Because you're heard all around the all around the globe on that show. Okay. Yes, it has definitely been talked about. Wow. Okay. Kate here says that only happens in porn, Eric, but I don't believe that. I believe that that actually has happened to people. Yeah, I believe it has too. It's probably more common that they come with no clothes, come to the door with no clothes on. Okay. Did you hear that meatloaf died? I did. That's very sad. We were talking about that earlier on the show. Yeah, but I mean, I guess. I mean, what do you, wait, what? it's meatloaf. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he sold a hundred million albums. Oh my gosh, he did. Yes, that's incredible. Yeah, he is. Uh, had a, a huge success. Huge success. Okay, uh, I don't want to get you into trouble talking about meatloaf, but I do want to talk to you because Threads Podcast Life Unfiltered is released. Uh, when when is it released today? Yep, Friday six a.m. So it's out right now. Correct. Okay. So I am encouraging folks when they want to, when they're done listening to Poo Poo Kaka on this show to listen, to listen to your show. Well, I appreciate that. Well, you paid me. You paid me to say that. Of course I'm going to say Yeah, it. that's true. You actually, I, I'm like your whore. Oh, wow. <laughs> can you, I got AirPods in. What? Tell me one particular thing that you, that people can look forward to on this show that was just released. Kill me when you do that. Why? It, it wasn't there one moment that you were like, "Man, that was great." There has to be. Uh, yeah, we played '90s trivia to start out the show, and that's uh, it. Perfect. That's- and I and I won. Um, what was uh, one of the questions that? Uh, well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. Let me let me take that back. I, I I don't want you to answer that. How about I just give you a question? You try to answer it if it's '90s trivia. Okay. Uh, who sang the song? Well, this is '80s trivia. Pump up the volume. Uh, 
pump up the volume. Dance, dance. Yeah. Yeah, I know I know that song. Uh KFM or uh, I don't even know if that's a band. No, I, I don't have it. Mars. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. I know the song, though. Who did the Humpty Dance? Name the group. Oh, I you're, know that. Oh, you're, shit. Come on. Uh, I want to say Bismarck Key, but. <laughs> Damn it. No, it's Digital Underground. Oh, I'm terrible. I know the songs, at least. Like, if we were doing uh, Name That Tune, I would be perfect. I don't know. Maybe we've stumbled upon a bit. 90s trivia with Jason from Threads Podcast. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to do that. My uh, Mike brought a game that actually, like, you know, had cards in it and stuff. So, he's a little younger than me, though. So, uh, he's, like, six years younger than me. So, I was probably uh, mid-teens when... Well, I was mid-teens when the uh, the '90s were going on. So yeah, all right, nobody cares. All right, well, geez, <laughs> just trying to help. <laughs> no, no, um, thank you, Jason. Enjoy the rest of the day, and I hope you have a good weekend. Okay. Yeah, you too. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Threads podcast. Life unfiltered. Life unfiltered. Hang on. My audio's good. Doing all right. Sorry about uh, not having the volume up on the second time I played that story. I feel bad about that. Idiot. I'll edit it out for the audio podcast. But I cannot believe that chick got hit by a car. That could have been terrible. Holy shit. All right. Um, You may remember on this show, Ben, myself, I think Brett Hayes was here too. Yes. Um, And I think Nick in Maine did this as well. The one chip challenge. Uh, That was devastating to me. I mean, it was bad. I, I, I was vomiting for a significant time afterwards. It was rough. Lodi, California. Trouble with the one chip challenge. It's crazy. Another social media challenge gone. This is weird. They got uh, uh, voices and voiceover work is in one side of your speakers. And then uh, the interviews are on the other side of your speakers. Not the fault of your pal, Eric Zane. Wrong. A lot of kids follow their peers. So even if. They don't know what it is. They don't know the concept. She she's woman splaining. She's she's Latino splaining. Latina splaining. The dare created by chip company Pocky asked people to eat a single chip covered in hot sauce and peppers. Concerning parents. I don't know about the other kids. Sometimes there's like dare, like I dare you to do this. And that's the problem. I know my son, I believe he wouldn't do that, but who knows? At least nine students from Lodi High School, home of the flames, took the fiery home of the flames challenge and got sick, sending three of them to the hospital last week. I we just need to watch our kids more. It's kind of dumb um, because there's better ways to entertain yourself. I disagree. 
I think it's good that they did this because they have a story now. It won't kill them. Um, but no, I take it back. If you're a person, actually, it says right on the thing, you know, it gives you a warning. Like if you're susceptible to, uh, like if you have heart problems or pregnant, don't eat this thing. I mean, that's what it says on the fucking package. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And, and I know all this shit about Nick did well in that thing. Um, he's fucking crazy. He is an alien and he's a sick bitch. All right. He is a sick man. Not only did he eat it, um, he didn't take a drink of like any uh, uh, half and half that helps put out the fire a little bit, um, at, at like for extended time, more than even needed. He is a lunatic. All right. He is not okay. Chip is made with Carolina Reapers and scorpion peppers. Those two peppers have been rated as high as 2 million Scoville units and uh, jalapeno is somewhere around 5,000. So they're about 400 times hotter than a jalapeno. Unbelievable. I'll never forget the uh, sensation that I was uh, consuming some type of uh, chemical cleaner. The second I put it in my mouth, I was like, what, what have I done? And as the material that I chewed up, interacted with the inside of my digestive system, my stomach, my um, uh, stomach started to um, send me messages, just these horrible pain messages. I mean, it was intense pain. And then my mouth, about 15 minutes after that, my mouth started to water and I was vomiting violently. And that was when Kenny and his kids visited. And so he's like, hey, man, <laughs> yeah, all I want to do is lick your asshole and paint your dogs and you're over there puking. <laughs> kind of symptoms could people experience from the challenge? We're getting answers with Marshall Medical Doctor Brett Christensen. Throughout your digestive tract, you may feel burning and pain, and it can be pretty severe after uh-huh. a, a short time, similar to a reaction like an asthmatic might have with um, bronchospasm. Um, and if they have persistent vomiting, they could need IV hydration or medications to stop the vomiting. The Lodi Flint uh-huh. taking on a flaming hot challenge. The district is looking to extinguish. So we do not want them to... All right, enough puns. ...have those chips on campus, and we don't want them engaging in this kind of challenge. Yeah, then they'll just do it at home. Okay. Yeah, it's it's fucking nuts. All right. Crazy shit. Don't do it. Do not do it. Brett was drinking a Barks root beer. <clears throat> One chip challenge with a whiskey chaser. An hour and a half later, Nick says, you're a sick idiot. Hmm. Really bad. Really, really bad. I'm extremely excited because of, uh, after I discuss these amazing sponsors, what you'll see. It is a uh, hard and fast number one Darwin Award nominee. Incredible. Let me help your business. Send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com. I'd love to hear from you um, with interest or at least just, hey, Eric, tell me how this works. Now, if you are have a platform that goes around the world with online sales or services or products or something, um, easy, no problem. Uh, 
If you're local, I can make that happen for you too, with like a brick and mortar business or a service that you provide like Joe Martinez. I uh, am fortunate to have a big footprint, big enough footprint here in West Michigan uh, to be able to make this happen. All you need to do is send me an email and I will start the process of sending you information. This takes you um, uh, it, it, obviously everything is free at that point. That's just me explaining to you what's happening and, uh, never any pressure. Everything is a handshake deal. You can come and go as you please. Let me help your business. Send an email, Eric at ericsaintshow.com like a uh, local eatery Bosco's pub where I want to see you there Friday, February 4th for our latest super spreader event. At Bosco's Pub. 4 p.m. start time for that one. And, uh, okay, their burgers are absolutely fantastic. But that's not all they have on their menu. You can get the full menu at boscospub.com, complete with how to get there in Hudsonville, Michigan, on Chicago Drive, part of Terra Square. The drinks are stiff. The burgers are great. Open for lunch and dinner Wednesday through Saturday. Monday and Tuesday, they're only open for dinner as of right now. And if you're looking for a job, they want you to be a cook or a server. They'll hire you right now. Fair wages. Bosco's Pub, they'll hire you on the spot unless if, you know, you look like you're crazy or some shit like that. Bosco'spub.com. Thank you. The managed IT service provider for the show is Blue Frost IT. Love them. Bluefrostit.com. Whether you're doing project work, uh, outfitting your workplace with new tech or you're um, uh, utilizing their managed IT service provider uh, services, service provider services. That's the first uh, blue frost IT reach out 616-285-50. Thank you so much for being on board with the show. If you have any issues with your tech at the workplace, whether you run the business, own the business, or you work for the people who run and own the business, Keep Blue Frost IT in mind if you are in the West Michigan area. Looking for a mortgage? Of course, as you know, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska, uh, you can get a mortgage. Rates are still very, very low. NMLS number 3035 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Okay. Now, um, what you're about to see is going to shock you. Uh, By the way, Dean says, please let us know if you're coming to the February 4th uh, Bosco's pub event, our super spreader event. There's two ways you can do that where we want to get a head count. Uh, if you're on Zaniacs United, the Facebook fan page, you can respond to the, uh, event invite there. Hey, I'm coming or coming in or thinking about thinking about coming, not coming, whatever. Uh, do that there or send your old pal, Eric, an email, Eric at Eric Please let me know. If you let me know in the chat right now or let Dean know in the chat right now, that's not going to help us. That doesn't give us the head count. I appreciate you saying it on here, but if you could follow up by going to the Facebook invite at Zaniacs United and either responding there or sending me 
an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com, because you see, I like to get a head count. And then I tell the folks at Bosco's, they, I mean, seriously, if suddenly we drop 30 people on them and they haven't prepared for that, that's a little wonky. So please let us know. Okay. Like Lisa says she's going to be there with Eric. Make sure you bring Eric. I had a great conversation with your husband, Eric. I don't know who Cocktail Sauce MF is. Lisa says, I already signed up on the Facebook invite. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, All right. You're going to love this. Cocktail Sauce is Andrea's mom. Marsha, I love her. Is she going to be with us tonight on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast? Ben and I meet again at 7 p.m. with you. I'll send out the email to you Patreon members to invite you on. All right. Uh, And then you can hang out with us. Marsha's a riot. Her laughing with her partner in crime, Andrea, makes me laugh and makes everybody else laugh. It's a riot. My God, is that great. (coughs) <coughs> Saul already told me he can't be there if it's after 7 p.m. That is a religious observance that takes place. I forget what that's called. But Friday after 7, Saul shuts it down. Okay. Get ready for this. This is your Darwin Award winner. This dumbass does die. But of all the videos that you've seen of something terrible happening, this guy was traveling at 130 miles per hour, uh, driving through the streets of Los Angeles. He's dead. You're going to see when he smashes into a car at 130 miles an hour. Here we go. There's no sound of the video. Look at He's ripping along at a high rate of speed. I mean, he's cooking 130. Now, you can see on the traffic helicopter, they've got, it says 99 miles per hour. They can actually measure it from, so they are just, the guy who's doing the traffic report, it's like, oh my God, look how fast he's going. We might see the big one. And boy, do we. We're going to watch this many times. He dies at a certain point. Look at, look at the speed and the watch. Here we go. Here we go. Any second. Sorry. He's slowing down, slowing down, slowing down. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. He hits and goes flying. Uh Uh-oh. Shit. Damn it. What an asshole. I had it, and then I lost it. Give me a second. Oh, no. Shit, I'm such a dick. Okay. This is so crazy. That impact. And his body goes flying. Look like the Isle of Man. Oh. Okay. Now you must go. What the fuck? Why? What happened? 
What am I watching? What? We had it and then it's gone. We love this book. Okay. So much the shit has officially hit the fan here. Hold on a fucking second. I had it and then it vanished on me. We need to watch that at least seven or 800 more times. All of a sudden, I have an edited version. I don't want an edited version. I want the big hitter. Okay. Oh, shit. They have updated it. It updated on me. That's what happened when it went away. Fuck me. I'm so upset. Well, all right. You saw that. That was incredible. Holy shit. Eric struggling is almost as funny as the video. Did you see that guy go flying? Oh my God. And then he like vanished because the cameraman like pulled out of the shot and he just disappeared. Oh my God. Absolutely incredible. According to the article, um, as the driver approached the intersection, uh, he slammed into another vehicle, could be seen flying through the air. He did draw, uh, die um, dead on the scene. I thought he was going to wind up on the roof. If you saw as they pulled out of the shot, you'd see him laying there because of the, the fucking distance and height. Jesus, people are so stupid. Oh, um, yeah, uh, I don't want to spend any more time on it around. I'll, I'll come back to it. If I find it, I'll link it up. But it was, ooh, boy, incredible. Uh, another podcast that I want to mention, and that is my friends over at Just Chirpin. These four beer leaguer hockey players sit around and talk shit. They're Just Chirpin. Okay? You go to the website, justchirpin.com, and check these guys out. They're a lot of fun. Uh, and they've been, uh, they've been uh, fans of this show, and I'm a fan of their show. They, uh, they bring me on from time to time, so that is extremely cool. Thank you, uh, boys, for having me on. And uh, that is the home of Jay, who is a not-hockey expert. Uh, I've had him on my show when we interviewed Ben Simon, the head coach of the Grand Rapids Griffins, and I said, all right, ask the coach a question. And his, his response was, I don't know who he is. Never will you be able to live that down. Speaking of wrecks, the first of what will be many uh, felony charges for drivers of a Tesla vehicle. This is why, in my opinion, this technology is going to dry up. Finally, uh, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is getting on board to a point where Tesla will be open to lawsuits. I've, I've talked about this many times. I am. I think that this is absolute craziness um, to have vehicles driving themselves, okay? So much to go wrong. Oh, my God. 
California prosecutors have issued the first felony charges for a person using Tesla's autopilot driver assistance feature. Now, this started out as just Tesla says, you must stay engaged with the vehicle. But because human beings are so senseless and dumb, they're like, well, it, it, it's working right now. I'll just go to sleep. And that actually is what they've been doing. Two counts of vehicular manslaughter were levied against the driver who had autopilot engaged when his vehicle ran a red light and killed two people in 2019. So I, I guess, uh, l- l- let me start right there. The technology is supposed to know, hey, that's a red light. I have to slow down. How can something that is so basic to a normal vehicle where a person is driving uh, that the Tesla vehicle fails in that regard? You know, that right there is enough that you should, this should never be employed. There should be no such thing as a Tesla autopilot driver assistance feature. Come up with something else amazing, Elon Musk. This is not it. This is a colossal failure. Stick to uh, fucking rockets and electric vehicles. This is bullshit. The charges first reported to KPIX5 and the Associated Press were filed in October, but were just discovered last week. They tried to bury it. The man behind the wheel was a 27-year-old limo driver. Now, I don't know if it was a sedan and he was driving it on the job. That would be weird. Or if he's just, that's what he's employed as, and he just happened to be driving a car away from the job. Doesn't say. He's reportedly pleaded not guilty to the charges. Uh, Initial reports of the deadly crash in question involving a Tesla Model S running a red light at high speeds while exiting a freeway in Gardena, California. Vehicle crashed into a Honda Civic at an intersection, killing two passengers in the Civic and hospitalizing a man and a woman in the Tesla. Following the crash, NHTSA said it had assigned its special crash uh, investigation team to probe the crash. They say whether a level two automated driving system is engaged or not, every available vehicle requires the human driver to be in control at all times and all state laws hold the human driver responsible for the operation of their vehicle. So because of that, you get a felony charge. Good. Uh, I, I, I find it amazing that anyone would, uh, would, would just not pay attention to the road, even if you have this capability. Um, certain advanced driving assistance features can promote safety by helping drivers avoid crashes and mitigate the severity of crashes that occur. You know, like you change lanes without your blinker. and It's going to let you know, don't do that. Try to pull you back into the lane you're in. Uh, All these technologies are important and good. But with all technologies and equipment on motor vehicles, drivers must use them correctly and responsibly. I don't get it. I don't understand how people can think that they have the, uh, um, that it's it's well within the um, limitations of the vehicle to just not engage the wheel and what's in front of you. This is important because it's the first felony charge involving a widely used driver assistance technology. While an Uber driver testing an autonomous system was charged with negligent homicide in 2020, 
That system existed in a limited test phase and wasn't widely available to the general public like autopilot. And although this case marks the first felony charge involving autopilot, it's far from the first time the feature has been implemented, implicated in the loss of life. Since its creation and deployment in 2015, NHTSA estimates the feature has resulted in at least 10 deaths. My God. Um, Tesla's systems have drawn the ire of top safety officials. They've uh, come under re- renewed scrutiny last week following the new update that introduced an assertive driving profile that may lead to Tesla's engaging in more rolling stops, which could violate U.S. traffic laws. God, why are we even doing this? Didn't we do just fine with people behind the wheel? Sure, people die behind the wheel all the time, but my God, I am not on board. Not not, not on board with uh, Tesla vehicles driving for me. No way. Mm-mm. You imagine in the trucking industry, if this is the norm, is that the norm right now? I mean, is it starting to be the norm? Are trucks driving without people behind the wheel? God help us all. All right. We have a birthday boy in the house. This is actually a belated birthday that I have to acknowledge coming up in just a bit. Stevie pointed it out to me. I appreciate that. And we need to get into the asshole of the day. First off, though, before I let you go, uh, the show, uh, I have a uh, spot on Cameo that I'd like you to check out. Uh, Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hire me for someone's birthday, a roast. I can be as nice and as mean as you want me to be. Just let me know and I will take care of the rest. I kind of regret the one I did for Avery on behalf of uh, Avery's mother, Sarah Rukrak Roosh. It kind of became more of a roast for Sarah, saying that she puts Avery's jizz socks in her mouth. I'm sorry about that. I owe you one. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Horizon Hydroponics invites you to check them out online. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N. That's slowly H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, HorizonHydroponics.com. If you're growing indoors, thank you, Horizon Hydroponics. You can save 10% when you buy online. Anywhere in the U.S., use the coupon code ZANESHOW and you will save 10% on your online order. You can have it shipped to you for free for orders over $250. Otherwise, if you're local, uh, buy it online and go pick it up. You can that way, that way utilize my coupon code And then you don't have to worry about the uh, shipping charge. Thank you to Frank Fuss for my policy shop insurance. Call or text 616-914-4070. And please mention that I sent you. Okay. It's key to remember that he is an absolute guru with everything Medicare. You know, if you're turning 65 or someone you know or love is getting ready to turn 65 or is past 65, This needs to happen once a year. Uh, You need a checkup on your Medicare setup. Frank can make adjustments to it like he did for my brother-in-law, the NFK, and helped him immensely. All right? He goes, Eric, your brother is overpaying for insurance that's not that, or for uh, Medicare insurance that can be better. 
I can help you. And he did. Thank you. Also, life insurance. My God, I can't stress this enough. I like to put this bug in your ear. If you're a mom, a dad, a husband, wife, you know, you have more people in your life than just you. Get a policy. My God, you can get a ton of coverage for like next to nothing. Because in the unlikely event, you drive your motorcycle at 130 miles an hour and get greased. Uh, what the fuck, man? You got to take care of these people when you're uh, going up to the Rainbow Bridge. 616-914-4070 for Frank Fuss at uh, My Policy Shop Insurance. That reminds me. I got to make some commercials for Frank for Jethro FM. Frank's Jethro ads. Finally. Last but not least. Paintball War 17. The Trail of Tears Challenge. Amsoil and Tears happens in just over one week. Sunday, January 30th. I just heard from Terry. He and his family will be there. Five people from Terry's family. Two paintball scholarships awarded from Terry. This is when I was going to talk about that, but I had to do it earlier because Terry decided to fucking spill the beans on it. If you want to play paintball, there's two paintball scholarships available, valued at $70. All you have to do is send me an email, eric at ericzaincho.com, and say something nasty about Terry. Subject line, paintball giveaway. Send me an email, and it could be you. Thank you to Terry and Beth for supplying the scholarship. Otherwise, it's 35 bucks. I want to see you there. I need an RSVP from you. Eric at ericzaincho.com. And there you go. As as well, book a party at TC Paintball. You're indoors this time of year. And man, is it awesome. TCPaintballGR.com. Terrific entertainment option for you and yours in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Could be workplace team building. Could be the, the uh, your buddies you play poker with. Could be the you and your kid and the neighborhood kids and their dads. Oh, my God. Awesome. TCPaintballGR.com. Happy birth. Happy birthday, Paul. Oh, thank you, Gene. I'm 70 years old as the lead singer Keith. Paul Stanley turned 70. Ugh. Uh, Paul Stanley, bad plastic surgery. Yeah, that's rough. Okay, let's take a look at this. Okay. It, it's that surprise look. It's, it's, I don't know what it is, but this is Paul Younger. Now, if he aged appropriately and did not get surgery, he wouldn't look like this one right here. Okay. It's that pursed lip look and how the eyebrows, it's just odd. The mouth that, uh, takes place the mouth appearance all right hold on a second point of view of the fan their favorite celeb looks so perfect not only on the behavior but also on the performance and appearance 
This no. is even as a rock star, Paul Stanley should always maintain his image. Before on his Kiss performance, he always has makeup on, but after the makeup era has ended, he surely gets some self-cautious about his appearance. Oh God. This is why people start to talk about Paul Stanley plastic surgery since now people have already seen his real face and noticed several changes that <laughs> happened during his career. Oh. Did Paul Stanley have plastic surgery? Question mark. Dot has Paul Stanley had plastic surgery? This is uh, that, uh, what do you call it? AI voice that, that, that everybody uses. The rumor happened not only because he has several changes in his face that already happened a long time ago. But for a recent time, the rumor happened because his appearance seems frozen in time. Disagree. Looks like shit. Come on, people. Can't we just age gracefully? So gross. All right. Well, happy birthday to Paul. Thank you, Stevie, for the reminder. Let's go over the asshole of the day nominees. Uh, Tim, the newsman, is uh, an asshole of the day candidate, without a doubt. Um, drama at the gold game, meatloaf has passed away. Professor asshole responds, Savannah Guthrie and Kamala Harris. That was rough. Uh, chick getting hit by the car. That was amazing. Asshole newsman, Tim mansplaining the one chip challenge. The idiot on the motorcycle. I'm, I, I'm, I'm just thankful that we at least got one look at that. I wish I could have frame by framed it though. Incredible. He's going to kill somebody anyway one day. Tesla should not be on autopilot. Who is your asshole of the day? Hmm. I knew it. Dean is going to say asshole of the day, Harris. He hates her. He hates her. Kate says Harris is always an asshole. Cole says Vice President Harris. Man, okay. Uh, asshole of the day is mansplaining Tim, according to Kate. And then she says, Harris is always an asshole. Dennis says, definitely Kamala Harris. Well, she's just doing her job, but I don't like the job she's doing. So I don't know. I mean, does that count? What do you think? Or is it? Tim, mansplaining Tim. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you uh, Kamala Harris as your asshole of the day. Remember, remember, vote Democrat in the next election. And then uh, in the next presidential election, you got to vote Democrat. I say straight ticket Democrat in the next election. Kamala Harris is your asshole of the day. Okay. Folks, I thank you for your time. I appreciate you so much. And uh, I think I've covered everything. Uh, Kate says, I roll. And then she writes, typical. Uh -oh. Again, you have a vote. I have mine. You don't, I, I don't sit there and say, you're an asshole. I don't give you eye rolls because you want to vote for these maniac Republicans. 
This is the lesser of two evils. The Republicans are the absolute worst. Thank you, folks. Have a great rest of your day. Unless I see you on the Patreon. Melissa, who loves me, says, calls me the worst. She calls me the worst. I am not the worst. How can I be the worst? I don't judge you because you support an asshole. Why do you judge me? You can't take it out on me. Again, I get one note, you fucking hag. All right. Have a good one. I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.